Hi there, I'm Nicole Gilbert, and you've joined the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Are you new to sewing and want to start quilting but have no idea where to begin? Each Wednesday, join me as I share the ins and outs of that quilt life. If you don't have a sewing machine, have no idea how much fabric you need, or you're just trying to figure out where the heck to stick that bobbin, this is the podcast for you. Hey folks, Nicole here. Welcome to episode 38 of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Have you ever gone down a Pinterest rabbit hole staring at quilt after quilt? No, just me? I didn't think so. Some of the quilts seem to be charming antique replicas, and some are bold, bright lines, and still others, the most gorgeous stars you've ever seen. Now, how can all of these styles coexist? Well, that's what we are chatting about today. I'll break down the biggest quote unquote types of quilts and quilters and what are the hallmark traits of each. But first, a quick announcement. So I touched on this a little bit in last week's episode, um, but next Thursday, January 28th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be hosting my first crafty hour. It'll be a private Zoom call where I'll be working on my latest projects, and I invite you to join me. You can ask any questions you may have. I'll assist you with what you're working on, and we'll just have a great time hanging out. And guess what? Adult beverages? Not required. Also, not frowned upon. To register and receive the Zoom link, visit themodernquiltercircle.com slash crafty hour. Okay, guys, let's get sewing. So I am going to break down the types of quilts slash quilters into three categories. Uh, Those three categories, I'm going to refer to them as traditional, the next one, modern, and then the last, traditional modernists. I know. That one kind of reminds me of, you know, that episode of Gilmore Girls where it's like cart kiosk, cart kiosk. That's kind of what happened just there. But I'm geeking out. So let's start with a traditional quilt. I love traditional quilts. I also never make them. It's not my jam, but oh my gosh, can I appreciate a traditional quilt. So with the traditional quilt, um, these are going to be your antique looking quilts. That's kind of the best way I can describe them. Uh, very often they, you will see the words Amish or Civil War reproduction or Victorian era. Uh, these all kind of denote that we're talking about a traditional quilt. Another thing that you can see if somebody is not using those very specific techniques are more muted, darker colors. Think um, a Victorian color palette. So we're maroon and mauve and cream and navy. Um, These are going to be like really prevalent in your traditional quilts. Besides the color choices, um, also um, the, the designs, the prints of the fabric themselves 
don't have a lot of different colors in each individual fabric choice. Um, and that's just because of the kind of technology of that time. <clears throat> and so the fabric, even if it's brand new fabric, that's like a reproduction or a replica will make sure it follows some of those techniques or design elements to make it look like true to the time period. So you're not going to see like there is no tulip pinking here, like not a million colors. There's usually two, maybe three colors in any given print. And that's three is a little bit of a stretch there um, because that's just uh, the technology they had at the time. They didn't have the mills doing the type of screen printing and digital printing that we have nowadays. Um, but also, besides just the color choice and variations of the prints, it's also the blocks that are being made. This is where you are going to see everything from Sunbonnet Sue, which you totally have to Google her. I will include a picture of Sunbonnet Sue in the show notes, modernculturecircle.com episode dash 38. Um, so everything from Sunbonnet Sue to log cabins to Ohio stars, Lemoyne stars, sawtooth stars. These are all traditional blocks. Um, they can have some kind of small pieces in there. Not always. Uh, sometimes they're they're kind of enlarged and basic, more like a sawtooth star, if you will. Um, but very, very traditional. Now, I think that they are beautiful quilts. They're not my style simply because I love color coming out of my yin yang. I love color and they do tend to be a little bit more muted. So keep that in mind. A big thing besides the very traditional blocks, your star blocks, your log cabins, um, is going to be those muted colors. Uh, that is huge with traditional. Now, Moving on to the opposite end of the spectrum, modern, modern quilters. Um, and honestly, this day and age, I do know of quite a few modern quilters out there. Um, the weekend quilter kind of pops into mind. If you haven't seen her stuff, she's awesome. So it's, uh, if you follow her on Instagram, it's the dot weekend quilter. Beautiful work super minimalistic so like there's not a block in her quilt period there are huge swaths of cloth a single solid cloth like thin lines really really bold angular shapes uh curves oh my gosh modern quilters love curves um but i would say the hallmarks of this is the minimalistic design, a lot of straight lines and curves, but not necessarily blocks. Um, I know that sounds, it's straight lines and it's curves, but not blocks. I know it's the weirdest thing, but I will have examples of all of these over on the show notes. So don't worry. Another huge thing with modern quilters and not so much with the weekend quilter who I just shouted out because she does like prints. But you are going to see a large tendency to solids. So no prints whatsoever. Like Robert Kaufman Kona Cotton 
is the Bible for 99% of modern cultures. Um, I mean, like, straight up. And honestly, Kona Cotton is fantastic for solids. I do tend to like Bella by Moda a lot as well. Uh, so don't sleep on them. But Kona is a very, very popular option for solids. Um, so we've got your bold colors. We've got solids. We've got these angular straight lines and curves. And very minimalistic where a traditional block can be very intricate and a lot of small pieces and and lines and seams, modern quilts are like the exact opposite. Exact opposite. I saw one modern quilt recently, and it was almost like a zoomed-in buffalo check. And so you're like, seriously, this is just four big squares of fabric, really? But it was gorgeous, and the quilting was amazing. That, I mean, amazing quilting is happening on all of them. So I'm not going to say it's a hallmark of modern quilting uh, to have this really intricate free motion quilting happening. However, the minimalist design that is included with modern quilters allows for more space to showcase the quilting itself which is pretty flippin' cool. I will say it's probably like my favorite thing about modern quilters is how beautiful some of the quilting is simply because of how it gets showcased. Um, There's a lot more blank space for them to really show off there, and I'm here for it. Um, And now, lastly, let's talk about traditional modernists. And spoiler alert, I definitely fall into this category. So there are a lot of really great ones out there. But this is the marriage between your traditional quilt style and your modern quilter style. I know, I know. It's traditional modernist. Like, duh, you you got that when I said it originally. But what I think is really cool is that you're mixing – the classic construction from the traditional quilts with the color and print variation of modern quilts. And it, oh my gosh, it's just, it's so pretty. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. First of all, I ain't never seen a hot pink that I didn't love and want to use. So I love big, bright, bold colors and bold prints and weird designs. Um, I like really girly looking things like, oh my gosh, my last like four projects that I can think of off the top of my head look straight up like they came out of a 13-year-old girl's bedroom. Again, I'm here for it. Awesome. They're so cute. But um, I think what's really cool is that I quilt without losing some of the classic quilt design. So I do Ohio stars. I do Lemoyne stars. I do sawtooth stars, half square triangles and flying geese all day long. I love, um, I have this quilt book and I've been like working through making so many of the patterns in it and it's all of Amish quilts. And then I make them using like designers like Tula Pink 
and Amy Butler and Kay Facet. Um, and if you're not familiar with them, please look them up. Bright, bold color. Uh, Kaif's florals. Oh my gosh. I love backing me a quote with some Kaif because it is a party in the back for sure. Um, but I, I like that they're unexpected. Tula Pink. Oh my gosh. She had a fabric line called Monkey Wrench. Literally peeled bananas all over the place in that. And it's just, I crack up. Every time I snuggle under that quilt, I crack up. It's so silly, but it's so cute. You're not going to find those types of things on a traditional quilt. And you shouldn't. I mean, you don't go to an antique store to buy an end table and expect to find like an Ikea, Ikea straight leg. Like you just don't. You want those intricate uh, carvings and, you know, the fruit and all of that nonsense on there. That's why you're shopping in an antique shop. The same goes with a quilt. I don't expect to find those crazy things on a traditional quilt, and I don't want to see them there because it's weird. It doesn't make sense. They're beautiful on their own, and something I genuinely love about quilting is that there's such a large spectrum, and when you find where you fit in that spectrum, oh my gosh, just absolutely gorgeous. So I would definitely consider myself a traditional modernist, and I know quite a few um, quilt designers, quilt instructors feel like they fit in that mold. Um, and genuinely, I think it's because we needed to make a category for ourselves because there's modern and then there's traditional, but there's so many of us who just enjoy quilting. And when you boil basic quilting down, traditional styles rule the day. However, we're newer, we're younger. I'm going to count myself as younger. I love that about being in the quilt world. Being in my mid-30s, I am not I am not older as I am in other realms of my life. In quilting, oh my gosh, I'm super young and I love it. Um, but you know, we're younger, we like fun things. We we have the tendency to be a little bit of a a basic, you know what? And that's where these bright colors come in. That's where these cute designs come in. Uh, so I am here for it. But I really wanted to do this episode for you guys because I know sometimes it can be daunting to know where to start. And when you go on those Pinterest rabbit hole dives and you're just like pinning because you think something's cute and then, you know, your feed changes a little. The more you pin, the more tailored your your feed becomes for that scroll session. And sometimes you're like all over the place and then you look and you're like trying to figure out, okay, what's my next project going to be? What am I going to do? And everything seems great, but you like this, but you like that, but. And understanding where these elements come from and, and align with one another will help you figure out what your individual design aesthetic is. And the great thing about quilting is that once you learn how to quilt and you learn the basic skills and fundamentals, you can do anything. You don't need to learn to be a modern quilter. You don't need to learn to be a traditional quilter. You need to learn how to do a, a scant quarter seam allowance. You need to learn how to baste and how to quilt and how to set your machine up to do that. 
But once you have the basic skills, oh my gosh, the sky's the limit. So I just wanted you to kind of start thinking as you're looking through these Pinterest pins that you've done, what in that quilt that you're looking at speaks to you? Is it the color choice? Is it the construction? Is it the design elements? Um, These are the things that are going to help guide you down your quilt journey. So I know this was a quicker episode than I typically do, but I really want to get you guys thinking about this because I was thinking about how I've made all these goals and all these projects. And oh my gosh, you guys, I really am doing these little projects. I just finished a table runner legitimately in a day and so happy. And first of all, who does table runners? I was kind of like, this goes against everything in my farmhouse chic design concept that I have in my house. And then I put it on my table and I was like, oh my gosh, I am here for it. I love it. And that is what I love about being a traditional modernist because I chose modern fabrics. I did a very traditional pattern. And honestly, just that fact that it's a table runner itself is quite traditional. And it looks so good, guys. I'm going to post a picture of it over on the Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you can check it out. Nicole Gilbert Quilts uh, is my Instagram handle. But I just wanted you guys to kind of start thinking about what you're going to be doing, how how your quilting 2021 is going to go. All right, guys, you have finished another episode of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me. And to catch up on today's episode and all past episodes, head on over to themodernculturecircle.com slash podcast and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Now stop scrolling and start sewing. <laughs>